When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm. Trump got his sights on McConnell. <laughs> Already seeing shouts, seeing shots via message. Not Twitter, message. How y'all doing today? And welcome to the Smokers Lounge. Brought to you by the Smoke This Over podcast. And the Smokers Lounge is powered by, sponsored by, and <laughs> definitely approved by Anchor. That's right. The perfect app for anyone that want to start their own podcast, but you ain't got the money. You ain't got the equipment. All you guys a phone. That's all you need. So go to your app store, download it today and get potting right away. Plus, I already told you, check out the Smokers Lounge on Podbean right now. Episode 11 is running as we speak. Hello, I am your host, Kavanaugh, the porn rap star, a.k.a. Mr. Fuck Your Feelings. How y'all doing today? And it is Friday. And I just want to tell you right now, Spotify, Tidal, Dizzle, all that. Right now, go and search Kavanaugh the Subway Champ. And go listen to my new song, my new worldwide release, Get In Where You, where you Fit In, produced by Gross God. That shit is banging, it's hot. Actually, if you go over to the Smoke This Over podcast on Podbean, you can actually hear the song right now, episode 11. So, um, and I'll be playing it again for episode 12, which will be dropping Saturday. So, like I said, go check out Get In Where You Fit In. Produced by Gross God. I guarantee you, you're going to put it on your your, your playlist. You're going to work out to it. You're going to drive to it. You're going to work to it. Trust me on that. How y'all doing today? Like Once again, welcome to the Smokers Lounge. Um, and like I said, I'm the porn rap star, so I just told you about the music. I also do adult film. I'm right now having sales going on my interracial site as well as my mini vids and all that good stuff. You want to know where you can go? One place. All my links dot com backslash porn rap star. All my links dot com backslash porn rap star to see to find all my porn links to find all my social media links where you can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Plus the links for the podcast. Plus the link for the music. The link for fucking everything. Okay. So how y'all doing? It's Friday, and today, well. As you can hear, I'm talking about my favorite thing today, politics. And, um, man, things just, as everyone knows, the, the impeachment trial is over and Trump is back on his shit. Now, he can't do anything. He can't tweet. He can't Instagram, Snapchat, any of that. But he is sending messages through people or what have you. And he already sent a shot at Mr., uh, a.k.a. Mitchell McConnell. Basically, basically calling him a bitch, calling him a coward, and basically saying that he's going to make it a point 
to remove him as leader of the Republican Party. That's what he's looking to do. And now you start to see the splinter of the Republican Party. What I told you was going to happen after what happened with Georgia. I told you what was going to happen after this impeachment. That, yes, they was in unison. Majority of them didn't want to impeach Trump. And many of them probably begrudgingly didn't want to impeach Trump. Didn't even, you know what I'm saying, did, did not want to vote yes. And begrudgingly probably voted no because they were so worried and scared about his base. Because 70% of the base wants Trump to be the head. That same 70% feels that the election is fraud. That same 70% likes Trump and our Trumpers. So now we move forward. We have in two years the primaries. Now for some of you people don't know what the hell that is. That is when your mayors, your governors, city councilmen, the senators, everybody else but the president is up for re-election. And that is coming. So what I'm going to discuss today is the fall of the Republican Party and how there's been something that was coming for the longest. And there's always been little Easter eggs, as we say, throughout time to show this. Now, as you know, the Republican Party has always been known as the party of Lincoln, the party of Reagan. They have been the party that ended slavery. They were the party that gave the black people rights. Something that we didn't get during the Reconstruction era after we was freed as slaves from being slaves. So, excuse me if I do pauses, I'm trying to get my thoughts together. (laughs) So, basically, the Republican Party, since I dare say probably around the time of a little bit towards Reagan started to make a turn. Actually, when Fox News became a thing and around the time of Bush Jr., not 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 senior, but junior, that's when the Republican Party became more about in the window, about more of we're the party of me. Um, Basically a conspiracy type feel to their party. And that's what they have become. Their party is made up of Trumpers and QAnon with a few actual Republicans, moderates, sprinkled in. You actually have a three-way split (laughs) damn near in the Republican Party if you want to go there. You have the moderates and you have the split is the moderates versus the Trumpers. And it's more of the Trumpers. And the whole reason why they are fighting to keep this man, many of them is keeping this man the leader of the Republican Party, is simply because they are afraid of his base. They want their votes. They want these people to come out. Okay? Now, you remember when Bush was in office, how hard Fox fought for Bush. How hard they fought to make Bush look good. They start with the end of window there. Then you remember the Tea Party. Now, that was the first actual split of the Republicans with the Tea Party. It was around the time when Obama took office. You feel me? So 
the Tea Party was actually, they were very more conservative than anybody else. Actuality, the Tea Party was, if you want to be honest, the prerequisite for the Trumpers. Let's look at who was a Tea Party member. Sarah Palin. Do I need to say more? The Tea Party. They, they were basically questioning the Republican leadership very heavily. Then when Obama got in office, it really ramped it up. Propaganda to go against the Democrats. Talking junk about Obama questioning everything from Rush Limbaugh. It was like you can see the right going more right. Where they're about to go out of bounds. You feel me? And then we get to Trump, which I've been saying is the manifestation of all the shit that the Republicans been doing and saying. The manifestation. This is what y'all wanted. A man with no true college education, because I don't really believe that he really earned that degree from Harvard. Who had no experience in politics. Who never held the office. The most he ever did was basically take his dad's money and swindle his way to more millions became president. He defeated career politicians to become president. And then he began setting the seeds for what we saw with this insurrection for four years, playing to the Proud Boys, playing to everything that we know. I ain't got to rehash this shit. Right now, which I will discuss more on the Smoke This Over podcast in the politics as usual, is the fact that they actually now have a lawsuit that's coming on the president and Giuliani. And funny how Giuliani does not work for the president. And I will explain why he don't and why that makes sense. Because you can't defend yourself and have a client at the same time. Never heard of it. But... The point I'm trying to make is that the Republican Party is very splintered because they allowed Trump to get away with so much that it empowered Trump and empowered his people. Now we have Lindsey Graham, who was the most biggest hater of Trump, kissing the ring. You have Ted Cruz, whose wife was basically called ugly. Kissing the ring. You actually think about this one second. I, I said this before. You had Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham go talk to the prosecute, not the prosecutors, the defense, to kind of tell them how to do the damn defense because they done fucked up so bad the first day. You have now Trump pointing missiles at certain Republicans who voted against him. One of them that's in North Carolina, Richard Burr, who has been silenced by the Republican Party in North Carolina. Unfucking believable. So, why are they doing this? What is the purpose? What is the end game? Well, the end game is simply this. 
They're hoping to gain the Senate back and to possibly gain the House back, to gain seats, to win elections. They're harping and they keep talking about the fact that Trump had probably the second most votes in the history of our election, of this country's election. That people came out so hard that the Republicans damn near retained the Senate and gained some seats in the House. Now, let's take a look at that second place. Let's look at that second highest vote total. The reason why it's second, because he lost to the person that has the highest, Biden. And he lost handily to Biden. So people can understand is the reason, understand this, but when mail-in voting, which I'm going to get to that, which I'm going to bring that back around to, with mail-in voting, it made people think, it made people wonder, was it fraudulent, this and third, but no, it was just the fact that motherfuckers didn't want to count the mail-in voting to after they counted the same day voting. And it was the first time that this election really had mail-in voting and became a big part of that. But nonetheless, Biden won. So they're figuring, you like the way I talk, figuring, they're figuring that their hopes is Let's kiss the ring. Trump endorses us and we keep our seat. That Trump owns 70% of the Republican Party. They know this. They fear this. They know that his people will pick up guns and go shoot for him. They know this. So their whole point is me. This is not about the party. This is not about the country. This is about me. I haven't even heard of Republicans even talk about anything to do with government, with the stimulus or none of that shit. They've been more concerned about trying to make sure that Trump holds his power in the Republican Party. But here's the interesting thing about this. Did they make a miscalculation? Did they make a miscalculation? Because the reason why I'm saying this is, me, I told you, I look at totality. And the night when I figured out that Biden was going to win and where you could see where this was going to happen, how how things was going to end up being. At the beginning of the night, Virginia. Virginia was the first state that fell to Biden out of Trump's hands. Go and look back. CNN, they haven't heard this shit. They can sit there and say, oh, he got a point. I pay attention, people. I, 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 I just don't look at the monkey throwing shit. I look at the elephant in the room eating peanuts, being quiet. I hope they don't look over here. I'm doing some real shit. Keep looking at that monkey. Keep looking at that monkey over there throwing that shit. Yeah, I'm over here doing some real shit. Let me tell you what the real shit we're doing. Virginia flipped. 
it flipped before midnight. Let's make this clear. I think it flipped around 10 o'clock to where Biden led, and then he ended up winning Virginia. Now, Biden had the most votes, which means that Trump not only inspired his people to come out, he inspired more people to come out for Biden. Think about that. They do realize that these primaries is going to involve Democratic as well as independent as well as Republican voters. So your 70 percent of the party is not going to get you fuckers reelected. Between the insurrection. Between this impeachment. I got a prediction and I'm going to give you a prediction right after. I give you a little shout out of what y'all need to do right after we finish here. Yo, I don't want the smoke. I bring the smoke. Go over to the Smoke This Over podcast, Powered by Podbean, and listen to episode 11. I do movie reviews with Judas and the Black Messiah, as well as Malcolm and Marie. I also talk about WandaVision, episode six, as well as many other things, such as the impeachment trial, as well as I even give guys a little bit, you know, nice little tip to help you with your Valentine's Day. And I know it's not Valentine's Day anymore, but you can still use those tips. So go check out Smoke This Over, the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, as well as many other outlets that house podcasts. Smoke that over. Okay, now, let me tell you people my prediction for what's going to happen to preliminary. Now, I could be wrong, but I've been kind of on a roll lately. Now, what made me come to this conclusion was I looked at Georgia. Now, Georgia, the runoff happened after the election, after Trump did all of this uh, bitching and moaning that he lost, that that Trump doing all this bitching and moaning because he felt that he couldn't handle the fact that he lost. And And he's basically said that it was fraud. He was screaming fraud this whole time. He'd been screaming fraud all day long. Actually still screaming it. He never, ever, not once, not once <laughs> conceded the election. He admits that he's a former president, but he is not conceded the loss. Okay. So Georgia was the runoff after this. Now, understand this election night. If Georgia had different state rules, both Purdue and I don't think with the other lady name would have won their race. They would have been senators. Right now, we'd be having a different discussion when it comes to the Senate because the Republicans would still have majority. And we wouldn't be calling... Uh, we wouldn't be calling 
Schumer, Speaker of the House, we be still calling McConnell Speaker of the House. Okay? Now, everybody went down to Georgia. The usual suspects for Tom Cruise. Everybody that was a Trumper went down to Georgia. And they campaigned. Guess what happened? They lost. We ended up having the first black Democratic senator, first black senator, period, to ever come out of Georgia. Also, his homeboy, the other guy, he won. Now, what this tells me is that one, because y'all been sitting here, Republicans been sitting here screaming about falsehood, the 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 order to steal, that so many of that 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 they were robbed, Trump was robbed, and and all this and that it's rigged and it's fraud. That apparently the Republicans didn't come out. to make sure that Georgia won, that the Republicans won Georgia. I want you to think about that for a second. This was a traditionally red state. Now it's practically blue except for the governor. (laughs) I want you to think about that. Smoke that over for a minute, people. Don't you love, yeah, check out the pod. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. (laughs) <laughs> well you think about that for a second so Lindsey Graham went down there you had Ted Cruz went down they pumped money into it and they lost Trump was down there they lost and there was a state that Trump won in the election and like I said prior to the runoff the Republicans had they, they basically won Purdue won, the other chick won. But when the runoff came, they lost. Now, what this means to me, this is what you I'm about to tell you. And if I'm right, and whoever hear this, I want you to come back, send me an email, and tell me, yeah, you know what the fuck you're talking about. I could be wrong. The next primary, the Republicans not going to gain shit. They're going to lose seats in both the House and the Senate to where they're going to become more of a minority in both spots. Which is going to make the Republican Party splinter even more and really question their direction. And they're going to point the finger to Trump. They're going to point the finger to the people that backed Trump. And say Trump is the reason why we lost the Senate And now we really got to make up ground because of him. And you're going to see a complete civil war break loose. You're going to see McConnell, if McConnell survives the next primary, because I do believe one or two of those major Republicans are going to lose their seat. Is it going to be McConnell? Is it going to be Graham? Or it's going to be Cruz. But one of them three is going to lose their seat. And they're going to point the finger at Trump. And it's going to make the Republican Party spin on their head. 
I keep telling you this. It's going to be ten, this whole decade is going to be about Democrats. The Republicans would not hold a majority in either house for the next 10 years. Because of what happened at the beginning of this year and the end of last year. They're hurt. <laughs> They're not going to gain shit. They're going to lose seats because what's so funny is that 70% that they're so worried about, guess what they're not worried about? Elephant in the room. You got to be able to maintain the Democrats and the independents that did vote for you. You got to be able to maintain that and then also you're going to have a whole new batch of voters coming up that are younger and they see what the fuck they happen, what you think going to happen when they get in. Let me say this to you. Tom Tillis, the only reason why Tom Tillis was able to win his election was because Cunningham couldn't keep his dick in his pants. He was a cheater. And one thing we do know, you can incite insurrection. You might casually murder somebody. But the one thing you can't do and keep your seat in the Senate or the House is cheat. Cheaters are not allowed in the House. <laughs> Cheaters are not allowed. I want you to think about that. Cunningham was going to win. He was going to unseat Tillis. The only person that was going to still be around was Burr, but because Cunningham was fucking a vet's wife and cheating on his wife, it's, it made him lose. He was leading at the beginning of the night, which means that North Carolina counted the mail-in votes first and the walk-ups last, which means that not a lot of people came out for him. They might have came out for Biden. They didn't come out for him. But let me tell you what's going to end up happening at the end of 2022. After this, Byrd will probably still be a senator. Tom Tillis will not. You're going to see a lot of Republican senators disappear. It wouldn't surprise me if Tim Scott punk ass did not survive the next preliminary uh, primary. A.K.A. the new Uncle Tom. Tim Scott. Trump basically called McConnell a bitch. So we already seeing the war between McConnell and Trump. If they lose this next primary, oh my God, all hell going to break loose because McConnell is definitely going to dig into Trump and say, this is because of you. And that's if McConnell is still in office. See, I told everybody the Republican Party became the party of me. It's no longer we. It's not the party of the people anymore. That is the Democratic Party. And the reason why the Republicans will never gain the White House again, will never gain majority until this one thing happened. Until y'all views come to current, y'all going to lose a lot of y'all elections. Because y'all still stuck on that old school mentality. And what y'all still stuck on is 
Y'all cannot handle that. The minority is about to become financially the majority in this fucking country or equal to that of the majority. And Republicans do not want to see that. And that's black or white. You have Tim Scott who's sitting here screaming, no, I blame the Democrats for what happened. But it was nobody that was Democratic that was amongst those Trumpers. It was all Trumpers. Now you're being looked at, my friend. Don't think that because we in South Carolina, North Carolina, we country is fucked and yeah, yeah Republicans fuck. Remember, you you we just need enough. The, the Democrats need just enough Republicans to vote their way, and you're out. And guess what? I ain't got to worry about seeing you no more, Tim Scott, or you, Lindsey Graham. See, understand this. The one thing about Jesse Helm is racist as a bastard he was. He knew how to read the fucking room. And Jesse Helm would have never backed a Trump. Especially after the insurrection. He might have been, he might have been racist, but I truly believe the fucker would have voted to have his ass impeached. Because he would have wanted the sanctum of that party to stay a party not beholden to one man but to the country to him his country was you know black people still segregation but to the country see understand this that's why the republicans are falling apart because the rhetoric which they brought forth for the past 10 years came to fruition now their worst nightmares, the Democrats run the roost. And they may not give up that hold for a very long time. Trump is trying to get McConnell the fuck up out of there. But yet, you voted to keep this motherfucker in. Now granted, yeah, Trump gonna run into a lot of legal situations. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's, it, it, trust me. Four is a long four years, people. Trust me. Y'all do remember the Trump years. They were long. If Biden does what he needs to do, not only will it hurt Trump, it's actually going to hurt this next primary because people are going to be like, well, damn. Obama didn't have the Senate and the House to dispose. Biden got, look what Biden do. What happened? We give them more of the House and the Senate. And you're going to see more Democrats, more young people come out and vote. Because let me tell you who's going to vote for Biden. The educated whites, the young, and the coalition. Guess who's going to vote for the Republicans? Not enough. Because if you think that 70% is going to get some of y'all reelected, yeah, maybe in Nebraska, maybe out there in the rural but did you not pay attention to the last election? The Democrats made strive. They closed the gap very much so to the point that they might overtake the Republicans and make them even more minority within the government. And then what's going to happen? Mark my words. The next day, you're going to see so many Republicans 
from the House and the Senate come out and denounce Trump. If they lose his next primary, they're going to denounce Trump so hard, it's not even going to be funny. Why? Because they're going to look at the Republicans that did denounce Trump, that Trump went against, and won. And they're going to be like, okay, we see, we got denounced Trump, we want to try to get this back. See? Y'all allowed Brewsters or Brewster Millions to become the leader of y'all motherfucking wonderful Wonderful tribe. And he's about to lead y'all to ruin. While y'all sitting here fighting, Biden and Democrats is going about quietly doing their work. And let me make this clear for anyone that sit there and say, oh, you want to be Democrat. No, no, I am neither. I'm independent. Democrats got their shit. They just ain't done shit for me to call out just yet. Now I think that I completely important. I do not give a fuck about Hunter Biden. He is a, he is a non-factor in all of this shit. The only people that give a fuck about Hunter Biden is Fox News, Hannity, Carlson, aka chewing on TV, conspiracy the conspiracy theories, television. See, mark my words. Now. For you Republicans, y'all probably hope that y'all gain ground. Y'all might could. Because I will say this. We might switch. Many states might switch their president, but they don't switch their senator too often. But understand that impeachment, that insurrection, hurt y'all even more. And y'all still didn't realize that claiming that the election was fraudulently hurt y'all. Why? Because it cost you Georgia. It cost you the Senate. But hard heads make soft binds. And y'all asses is very soft. And y'all about to get it's gonna about to get a little bit more softer and a little bit more sore after it's all said and done. So with that being said, life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you didn't learn anything?